What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. It is fr- Friday? Is it Friday? Friday? Yep, Friday. it's Friday. Okay. Uh, Friday, March 10th, 2023. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Brad is with me. I'm actually at his house right now, and we're headed down to the games in but 45 minutes. Brad, your thoughts? About the games today or this morning or how we feel or what's uh, mainly about the travel situation on getting to the united center what are your thoughts about that uh i'm not excited about it it's another uber trip probably in the morning rides are about 20 20 ish dollars mm-hmm. the home rides have been about averaging about 50 yeah it hurts that hurts that hurts a little bit on the pockets yeah the pocketbooks have been taking quite the beating this week <laughs> if we're being completely honest yeah. um it's been a great week so far. I, I wanted to do at least one pod here in the middle of the tournament. We're right in the thick of it. We're in the thick of the Big Ten tournament. And uh, a couple things that I wanted to go over that have happened. Um, first and foremost, Wednesday night. What a night that was. And I would be remiss if I didn't start by talking about none other than Red Panda. Brad? <laughs> the halftime show of the century. <laughs> Why do you hate Red Panda so much? I don't hate Red Panda. Let me get that on the record. Right now, out in the open. Okay. I just don't understand the overhypeness of what is Red Panda. People get so and everybody's seen it before and she doesn't do anything different. She does the one bowl on the head and then she goes over to the one corner and then she does three bowls on the head and then she cycles over to the other corner and then she does the five bowls like it's the same thing every time you you missed when she does the four bowls though All right. on the head and she catches them on the head um by far the most exciting part of the night for me i've seen red panda now live four or five times and it never disappoints for me And it was a great part of the night. But the basketball, though, was also pretty good. We started with Ohio State versus not Nebraska. That was the second game. I forgot who they played already. (laughs) Who were they playing? Uh, For real, I forgot. Not Minnesota. Wisconsin. Yes, of course. Oh, dogs got excited about Wisconsin. Um, Really good game, though, that first game. Ohio State gets the win and advance is what you'd like to do this time of year, right? That's the goal. Yeah. The, I think that's the only goal that these teams currently have is just winning and advancing to continue their – because these teams, Wednesday night, this was this is it. for that. Well, Wisconsin was on the bubble. Yeah. They were – some projected them as the, uh, the last four in. And they did not come out and play like it. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, I don't quite remember that game, but I do remember it was – a close game. Both the games were close that night. I'm going to pull my phone out if you don't mind. Sure, um, where is my phone? Not sure. Okay. There it is. There is my phone. I was going to look up uh, <laughs> the actual score of this game because I forgot. Um, if you're hearing anything in the background, of course, those are Brad's dogs that are getting really excited about the Big Ten tournament this week. Oh, God. What was this? I should have been a little bit more prepared. I never am, though. Have you noticed by listening to the show that I'm never prepared? As a listener, yeah, this is more than expected. This right. is actually better than usual. <laughs> it was Ohio State 65, Wisconsin 57, and then the nightcap that night. Uh, once again, have to mention Red Panda halftime show, but Minnesota was playing Nebraska, and Minnesota won. Um, 
Ben Johnson, coach of the year after that win? Uh, by all accounts, I think, yeah. <laughs> it was interesting uh, last night, which was Thursday, knowing that teams like Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois were all eliminated, but Minnesota was still fighting last night. <laughs> it was exciting, the fighting Ben Johnsons. Um, it's been tough watching Minnesota. Ben Johnson, we got really up close. We'll start in reverse order for the la- last night's games. We were really, we were basically courtside for the Minnesota-Maryland game. I learned um, that I hate Kevin Willard. He was a straight-up asshole to his whole players, and most of the people that were working the behind the bench, everything, he was just a dick the whole time. What do you think about him? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. He was even arguing with the, like, the – the referees on the uh, the table, like not the court referees, the court side referees yeah. about like who won the tip. It was crazy. Uh, ben Johnson, on the other hand, a little bit too nice. And he went ahead and let Maryland win that game last night and let them advance because they, of course, have a better chance to win the tournament overall than his team. So nice guy, uh, Ben Johnson. We also, uh, well, I say we, most of us watched Penn State in Illinois I was extremely intoxicated last night, and I took a little nap in the first half of that game. Um, what did I miss? <laughs> Bunch of Illinois fans cheering for no reason. Uh, what else happened? That was a close game. I, I did wake up for the second half. Um, big story coming out of this game is Brad Underwood crying like a baby back bitch about... <laughs> Booty ball. Booty ball, it's called. That's right. Um, he said it's unguardable. You can't guard... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a compliment from Brad Underwood as Jalen Pickett is, I'm assuming, preparing for the NBA draft this year. I guess so, yeah. Uh, guy's unguardable. Can't be guarded. <laughs> I'm watching the highlights of that game. Nope, that's the Minnesota game right there. Um, he complained because apparently you can't put your hands on. He's talking about Jalen Pickett, by the way, <clears throat> who, if you've watched this year, has been doing the same shit all year. And if you don't like it, you need to find a way to stop it. And eight other Big Ten coaches have figured it out because Penn State has 10 Big Ten losses this year. They were able to stop Jalen Pickett enough to win a game. Brad Underwood 0-3 against Penn State. He can't figure it out. He calls it booty ball, but he, I don't, he should be calling it like golden ball or something like that because it's unguardable, according to him, right? Yeah, I don't know. I know one thing, the old adage of, oh, it's so hard to beat a three te- team three times. I'm here to tell you that it's not. It sucks to have to beat a team three times because you're sick of seeing their whack-ass players. <laughs> but if you beat a team twice, it's like, why would you not beat them the third time? Especially, they haven't been close either, Penn State and Illinois. Like all, last, night last night was the closest of the three games that yeah. they played. Yeah, I was going to go back and look at um, – this audio is going to be terrible, by the way. We're just throwing this mic around. Um, I was going to go back and look at the other two games, but I'm not going to do that, of course. Uh, just going to talk about last night. Fun game, though. And then uh, the middle game, actually, what was the second game of the day? Ohio State beat Iowa. And that was a big win for me because we drafted four Big Ten teams each. We get a point for whatever they're seated. Each time they win, 
and I have Ohio State. They've won two games. They've given me 26 points in this draft right now, and I'm for sure going to win that. And you're not. And that makes you feel how? Uh, no feelings whatsoever. Okay. Um, is there anything memorable to talk about in that Ohio game? Or Ohio? I said Ohio, but I meant Ohio State and Iowa. Anything memorable in that game at all for you? Sorry, I was lost for a second because you said Ohio. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a ton from that game. It was back and forth. As uh, most basketball games are, back and forth down the court. Yep. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I meant there. <laughs> um, I think Ohio State just hit more clutch shots when they needed to, mm-hmm. and Iowa somehow didn't. I know what I wanted to say about Ohio State now that I've seen them in person. And I actually noticed this Wednesday night, but it reminded me yesterday. Justice Suing is jacked in real life. On TV, he doesn't look that big. He's freaking jacked. That dude is built like a house for a guard. Like, I was surprised how big his arms were. That sounds kind of weird to talk about a college kid like that, but he was bigger than I was expected. Go down that path again. You went down a whole rabbit hole talking about looking at college athletes' bodies one episode. I remember it. Yeah, I did. But it, it was weird, though, because I've seen him on TV for years now. I've never seen him play in real life. And then seeing him up close and personal, um, he's bigger than I expected. And then the first game... Yesterday, again, we were going in reverse order, will be the last game that we talk about. Uh, Rutgers and Michigan. Michigan played like dog shit yesterday. They couldn't – They the, Rutgers' defense looked like they were the 89 Pistons out there. The Michigan could not score. Um, Jet Howard is the worst defensive player I've ever seen. He didn't box out on a free throw in a big clutch situation. And let's give Rutgers credit. Juwan Howard said it after the game. His players knew what they were playing for, and so did Rutgers players. And that's that's a game. I don't know what you're laughing at. <laughs> that's what he said. Verbatim, yeah, because you're looking at your phone of the quote. That's no, I was no, just no, laughing. Looking at the box score. No, 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 no. Come on, man. You know I don't prepare that much. I was trying to see who was the leading scorer for them. It was Cam Spencer last night. He had 18. Yeah, he's a he's a dude, man. When when you let him get that first shot to go in, yeah. Um, well, I don't know what the official stat was, but I heard something crazy about Michigan made like two field goals the entire second half. That can't be true. It, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, that's pro- I'm not sure they hit two. Did they? I don't know. Maybe in the last couple minutes they did, but I think like the first fifteen, sixteen minutes they had one or two field goals. Um, Michigan season is officially over. Not even sure they deserve the NIT bid at this point. Um, I still keep seeing their resume on Big Ten Network, though. They're flashing their resume up. Like, are they in? Definitely not. Definitely don't deserve. You've lost every game you needed to win. Every single game they needed to win, they've lost it. They lost to Indiana. They lost to Illinois. They lost to Rutgers. They lost to Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. You have to win some games to get wins on your resume, and they haven't done that. So Michigan season's over. Um, Looking ahead to today, we'll go over these real quickly. Uh, We got Rutgers. Like we just talked about, beat Michigan yesterday. They're playing Purdue. Any shot for Rutgers to win this game today, Brad? Slim. I believe they either split 
the regular season games. I know Rutgers won once at Purdue. Uh, I don't know if they played again or not. So there is a chance. I just – with the injury to Mag, with him being out, like I was surprised they came out and beat Michigan. I had Michigan blowing them out yesterday. Yeah. So I was surprised about that. I don't think they can hang around much, but we'll see. I don't know. I think Purdue wins by seven. The line is seven. So that was actually really – did you know that? Oh, you haven't looked at the lines yet? Okay, so um, I'm going to take Purdue minus seven in this game as well. I think that they could – I think that this is a game, it's early. Rutgers just had like a kind of emotional win. And I think that it'll be close in the first half. And then things are going to get out of hand in the second half. And it's going to end up being a blowout. So I could see Purdue winning by like 12 even. I could see that happening. Uh, The next game, um, Michigan State versus Ohio State. A battle of the states. Uh, This should be a great game. The line is minus five for Michigan State. They are favored by five. But... Ohio State's got a couple of things going for them. Number one, they've already played two games in this building, and this is Michigan State's first game. So you have the classic rest versus rust conversation for this game. And then also, um, you have Michigan State, who I don't know what I was going to say right there. I don't know what my second thing was going to be, but they haven't played yet. Um, how do you see this game shaking out? Again, Michigan State minus five here. Um, same thing. This will be the third time that these teams play. Michigan State won the first two matchups. Uh, this is The other thing that goes in Michigan State's favor is this is who Michigan State played to end the regular season. Mm. So the scouting report is fresh. Mm. The only thing that I would be concerned about if I was Michigan State is not the rest versus the rust for them, but the hot streak versus tired legs for Ohio State. Yeah. Which Ohio? Do we see the Ohio State team that's played the last two nights that have – actually been knocking down shots and playing some defense for the first time all season? Or does Ohio State run out of gas? And I think they're going to run out of gas. That's my prediction. Uh, I like Michigan State in this game. I do think – here's my prediction for the game. In fact, I might bet this. I'm going to be taking Ohio State first half and then Michigan State to win the game because I think that they'll come out hot. They're going to have some more fans there. Michigan State's going to have a lot of fans, too. But they've already played here. They're, they'll come out hot, and then they're going to crash and burn in the second half. They're going to run out of gas. Uh, Tom Izzo's going to do Tom Izzo things at, at halftime and make adjustments. And uh, I think Michigan State goes wins going away in the second half. But I think that they're going to be losing at halftime. That's my prediction. What do you think about that? That makes sense. Okay. All right, perfect. Uh, the last two games of the night, we have Penn State against my Northwestern Wildcats. I'm wearing my Northwestern shirt today. I will be cheering loudly for Chris Collins, the coach of the year in the Big Ten. <laughs> Shade Ben Johnson like that. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Uh, coach of the year, Chris Collins. Um, Boo Booey, Chase Audis, Matthew Nicholson and company. The boys are going to be ready, but again, they're playing a team that's already – well, the difference here is Penn State's only played one game. And uh, yeah, but Jalen Pickett is unguardable. Oh shit! I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's gonna be tough. Sorry, Wildcats. This one is over <laughs> before it gets started. I'm afraid. Oh my god! If Chris Collins come up, comes out after the game, if they lose, and says we can't guard him, it's booty ball. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, I like Northwestern. This is the uh, slimmest line of the day. It's minus one and a half. Uh, in favor of the Wildcats. 
I'd like Northwestern here, though. They've had such a good year. I think Collins is going to have them prepared for Penn State. And uh, I think that they're going to win this game. Their guards are just too good. They're too – they're like a well-oiled machine on offense, and they play really hard on defense. I just think that – I think they're going to win the game. I think it's – and I'm taking them – I'm taking the points, too. I'm, I think they're going to cover the one-and-a-half easy. What – do you know what the regular season split was for them? I'm going to look it up real quick. Let's see. We got – they – Northwestern lost to them on March 1st, which was not too long ago, in overtime. So Penn State 1-0. And then if we go back, it doesn't look like they've played again. Just double-checking. They have not played again. So one game, Penn State won it in overtime, and it was at Penn State. So that kind of makes a little bit of a difference as well. Um, does that change anything about what you think? You really, you actually haven't said what you think is going to happen in this game. What do you like in this game? Well, the reason I haven't said what I think is because I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be close. What did, did you say that you're comfortable with Northwestern killing that line? What is it, one yeah. and a half? Yeah. I think it's going to be close all the way through. But, two, but a two-point win is still covering, though, and that's a close yeah. game. You said that they're about to – ruin the spread though oh yeah that's what i think is going to happen but i i'm just letting you know that a close game could still cover the the spread though it could yeah but i'm just telling you what i think now because you had asked me so i was just trying to go through what's going on up here um i don't know it it really depends on penn state's three-point shooting because the matchup by the way penn state went extremely small last night i've watched them a few times they've done this a little bit but I think close to the whole – they had uh, Dred Scott playing center and Pickett was switching off. They were switching all five positions. So I'm trying to think of Northwestern's front court right now. Um, I don't think it's going to be an issue with them either. I don't know. I think this is going to be a close one. I actually think Penn State might pull it out. So after all that talking, you just said, I don't know, basically, right, still? But you like Penn State winning. Is that what you're telling me? Well, those are two different things. So which one are you asking? Am I saying I don't know or am I saying Penn State's winning? You said I don't know. I like Penn State. I like Penn State. All right. There it is, folks. He's got Penn State. Um, last game of the night, we got Maryland traveling to Indiana. <laughs> um, Indiana favored by only two. I like Indiana in that game, too. I like them to win by 10 um, and mainly because I don't like Kevin Willard anymore. I, I hope he loses. And I'm really excited to see uh, Indiana in person for the first time this year. Yeah, have you seen them play in person yet this year? Not in person, no. Okay. Uh, excited to see this game, but it'll be the last game of the night. That'll start at 8 o'clock tonight. Man, that seems like a long way away, doesn't it? Sure does, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why does it say that? That's not true, though, right? Because it's 5.30. Between... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Depending on how long that game is. All right. Um, I like Indiana. I like them to cover. Um, I'll tweet out the bets for tonight. Um, and that's all I got for today. Brad, did you have anything anything you wanted to add about the Indiana game? Do you have any thoughts about this? Does Maryland have a chance? I don't think so. I like Indiana big in this one. Uh, seeing Maryland play last night, it was like they had a good game. They pressed – and really made Minnesota uncomfortable, but it was a lot of unforced air. Like, Minnesota 
legit threw the ball in the stands three times in the first seven minutes of that game. Yeah. They really Just, they like that, man. Yeah. I don't know who was open, but <laughs> they had, and then they had two 10-second calls. They had two steals. Like, it was – it was just an easy game for them, and they didn't look that dominant in doing it. So I just I like Indiana in that matchup. I think it's gonna be a blowout. I do too. I thought it was interesting. I, I forgot about the uh, ten second calls. I don't think I've seen a team get two of them in the same half ever this year. I don't know if it's happened, and I'm not gonna look it up either because I don't even know how you would look that up. I don't think they stat ten second calls. Do they? I don't know. Okay. Um. So those are the games we like. Uh, Purdue. We like Michigan State. We like – we're split on this one. I like Northwestern. You like Penn State. And, uh, of course, we like Indiana in the nightcap. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the games today. If you are somehow in the United Center, enjoy them even more because it's been quite the atmosphere. We have met quite a few Big Ten legends so far this weekend. We've only been there for two days. We sat right next to uh, – Iowa on Wednesday night as they were scouting for the Ohio State game, um, which didn't work for them because they lost. And then we saw Fran. We saw – who else did we see in the stands that night? Anybody big? I don't remember uh, the first night. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yesterday we ran into Glenn Rice. I talked to him for a minute, told him that I liked playing with him on NBA Jam back in the day. Um and he said that was not the first time he had heard that today, so it made me feel real dumb. <laughs> we also ran into uh, Geo Baker yesterday. I asked him if he wanted a beer, and he said, nah, man, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Turned you down on the beer offer. Uh, so it's just been really fun. I ran into Doug McDaniel after the Michigan game yesterday. That was pretty cool. I talked to Terrace Reed's mom. Um, looking back on it, I've been talking to some, a lot of people I'm getting, I, I'm not drinking as much today, so I probably won't talk to very many people because my liquid courage won't be as high. Um, overall thoughts on the atmosphere though, so far, Brad, on the whole tournament atmosphere. I think it's been, it's been two of the most fun days I've ever had in my entire life. It's up there that high. I've been having a blast, but your thoughts on the atmosphere? Uh, atmosphere is good. United Center is a, a good venue. I like it. Um, fans have been pretty good. I think today will be a little bit more um, attended. Yeah. Wednesday Wednesday night was the lowest so far for sure, but that's expected, I guess. Yesterday, I don't. I just don't think a lot of people have all session tickets like we do. I think it's like fans coming in just for their game, so yeah. it it makes it kind of hard. But like overall, the atmosphere has has been really fun. Sorry, I was looking at some of my tweet notifications while you were talking. I, I, I wasn't really listening, but I'm going to listen to the pod back so I'll hear what you said about the United Center because I was looking at my tweets. All right, um, thanks again for listening. Enjoy the games. Be back. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to pod again because i got to go home after the games tomorrow night. And uh, you know what? No one really cares. So enjoy the games. Hope your team wins. And uh, we'll see you guys sometime next week.